Hello, thank you for checking in, thank you for listening in um, to this episode. Um, We are coming up to the end of the year and uh, I've been speaking to a lot of you in, in these upcoming weeks and hearing just the degree of reflection that this kind of end of year time invites for us um, and it's kind of as as it often does actually I am so often learning from you all um, but it's prompted my own sort of reflection and I thought I'd um, risk having a little poke around in terms of what a year in this podcast has um, has done it's been a few years I've been podcasting now um, but yeah uh, so in the last year nearly 8,000 downloads, listens to episodes on this podcast, which kind of blows my mind because I sit here on my little lonesome talking into the ether um, and it just astonishes me that you guys really listen um, and you're, you're showing up for these episodes. Um, the, the most popular episode um, in the last sort of 12 month period has actually been the fun self episode um, in which I'm sort of personally agonizing over not being fun um, and and the way that interacts with um, our TCK stories that's March 7th of this year 2023 if any of you want to go and pile on if you've not heard it already it seems to be a popular one. Overall, it's been nearly nine years that I've been working with third culture kids with life story therapies. Um, I've worked with um, 129 clients and some of you for multiple years, you've traveled with me and I've traveled with you on a journey together with your stories And I remember the early years thinking, I don't know where this is going to go. And just how incredible it's been to find so many of you wanting to tell your stories. The way this all started was in the kind of bid to create what I wish I'd had um, as a younger third culture kid. And there are so many of you doing the same exploration. For those of us who consider ourselves for so much of our lives utterly marginal and and utterly, what's the phrase, terminally unique almost. For me to sit and reflect that I've worked intimately with 129 of you is just mind-blowing. And I'm so grateful so grateful for the opportunity and the trust to hold and hear your stories. This last year particularly has brought some 
changes for me that come up when I reflect. I've published a book, Incredible Lives and the Courage to Live Them, um, available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Please do check it out. If you've ever read my blog and thought, hmm, this is thought provoking for me, I feel heard here, you're going to find that voice in this book. And if you haven't ever read the blog, it's a much more, um, I think, portable version to have a book in print or on Kindle. Um, It's a nice way to carry it around. There are so many blogs out there I love to follow, but I sort of forget to check in with because it means too many internet tabs. Um, So to just, it's a real pick up and put down thematically organized. You don't even have to read it in order. Um, piece where I explore my thoughts and observations um, through my work and my own third culture kid story as well. And hopefully next year there will be the audiobook version of it that I'm working on. Um, I have moved house and I have joined a new community in the last year. Do you know, I've just caught myself. That was two years ago. That was two years ago. And it says a lot that my instinct was to attribute it to this last year. I think that says an awful lot to how I'm experiencing settling. Is it's, um, It still feels new. It still feels new. Um, the relationships around me have ebbed and flowed and changed and begun and ended new people and people that I've lost from my life as well. Um, All of those transitions seem to continue even though I stand in place these days. A lot of learning has happened in the last year. I'm still completing my coaching training to be able to add a new skill set, a new service um, into my work with third culture kids and, and others with complicated stories. Something that I often do this kind of point of the year and birthdays actually is another time that invites this kind of reflection I find is to vision board um, something I've spoken about I think there's even a podcast on vision boarding so I won't go into it but any way that we can find to make tangible the lives we've lived and the lives we want ahead of us just does our brains so much good um And it's worth noticing here whether or not you are particularly visual in the way that you absorb information. Because if so, finding visuals, finding tangible things, objects that you can um, lean into to support the story that you tell yourself about the last 12 months, that you tell yourself about your life, that you tell yourself about what you want from the 12 months to come. You'll have an instinct about what could be useful to you here but I'm going to offer some ways that we can honour the year that has just passed. Um, I've thrown some numbers at you today because just because there's something quite grounding about objective fact um, we might feel like we've not worked particularly hard or or reached particular impact but numbers can be deeply reassuring. One thing that I would invite as well as a kind of um, gratitude ritual. Um, Sorry, I don't know if you can hear barking. (laughs) My neighbours have um, lively dogs. Um, 
but a gratitude ritual. And I want to be really clear here that this is not about sitting down and writing a list of things you're grateful for. A lot of you will find that helpful. I find it can be a little triggering because for a lot of us, our stories are really tinged with um, narratives of you should be grateful. And so I want to stay clear of that. What I'm talking about is gratitude for yourself. I'm talking about writing yourself a letter, um, a postcard, if that's less intimidating, or an email, if that feels more private. But writing yourself in some way to, to demonstrate appreciation for the year that you have lived, for what you have done, what you have walked through with um, grace or perhaps you know, a a certain amount less graceful, um, clinging on by your fingernails perhaps, but you've done it. You got you through, you got you here and look at what you've done. Look at what you've achieved in perhaps very difficult circumstances or perhaps you want to celebrate and appreciate how you have flown this year, how you have made the most of every opportunity I suspect it'll land more nuanced than this, but this is a letter of gratitude to yourself. To really see yourself, to see your own story from a slightly outside perspective that says, you did that, that's your life, and look how you showed up to it. Another really grounding thing can be to compile um maybe just a virtual photo album. Um, Some of us like to print them out and and hang them up and I'm a big fan of filling your space with tangible reminders of your existence. Um, One of the reasons I'm a big fan of the selfie, actually. Pictures of friends are great. Pictures of you with friends remind you you were there too. Um, And... uh, But a photo album of the the last 12 months can be a way of marking and honouring the year you've had. These are the places you went. These are the things you did. These are the people you saw. It's not going to be the definitive story because none of us really take photos of the disasters. None of us hold up a camera in the painful moments. But it is a start to witnessing. And often our brains spend less time on those joyful places and moments in our story. So we could do with some kind of extra weight on those to help our brains really absorb the joy of the last year. If you find yourself longing for more travel, honouring the year you've had can look like um, really paying attention to all the places you have been to and maybe compiling a kind of bucket list for the year ahead, giving yourself that sense of I'm allowed to keep wanting more um, and honour honor the past year with a sense of there's, there's, a, there's an adventure still to be had here. Essentially, what did you learn about you this year that you can celebrate? What challenges did you see yourself face? Where have you seen yourself offer your self-compassion and care? Where have you taken care of yourself? So much is in how we tell our story. And it 
is often very easy to focus on the parts of our story where we are most ashamed of ourselves. And I'm not going to suggest silencing that at all. But keep talking. If you're talking about the shame, keep talking until you find the compassion. (laughs) Talk about how it feels to feel that shame. Talk about how challenging it was. Talk about what a struggle you had to face. And frankly, how it would have been hard to do any better. But that you can see you and you're still here and you're still trying. And that speaks to courage and perseverance and self-love, frankly. That's one way to honour a year of struggle. A year of joy and delight is so much more straightforward in many ways. But even then, like I say, it can take a little bit of, of hunting around for the success. I have struggled with podcasting since I began. I love that I can do this and I love that I have been supported and equipped to do this. I love that I can connect to you all this way and I really appreciate the feedback I get from it. And it is hard every time because this is not an easy form of communication for me. And so what I've seen myself do in my story is minimise and deflect and almost feel... um, a bit ashamed actually of how how I do this. Spending some time in preparation for this recording and by some time I'm talking a few minutes because that's part of my struggle. Um, to actually take it seriously and what I mean by that actually is to take myself seriously. I take this podcast very seriously and that's part of why it's so difficult. I take it very seriously that you're listening to me. Goodness knows what I'm going to say, if it's going to be wrong, if it's going to um, alienate, if it's going to... um, If I'm going to be really honest, make me sound stupid. Um, All of those vulnerable feelings. But actually looking at reach, looking at impact, looking that at the fact that the cold hard fact that you guys are downloading episodes forces me to tell that story a little bit differently. It has massively mattered to me to spend the time talking to you this way and it's not fair on my story to dismiss that anymore. And there are so many stories in our lives like this where we're doing something really hard and for that reason we've shrunk the chapter into some corner of the story we hope the light won't fall. What would happen if we just gave it a bit of space, owned it and said, yeah, this is part of my story too and it matters and I did a thing and it was a hard thing but I did a thing. I really encourage you to do that as you reflect on your year. If you meet the things that feel hard, unfinished, messy, honour them as things. There's so many elements of our third culture kids stories that have these kind of almost 
very, very clear and tangible boundaries around because they're separated by aeroplane flights and um, border control, right? And actually, our movement through our stories, especially as we get older, they can, they're messy. They're messy and they're nuanced. And maybe a lot of us have grown up expecting a kind of cleaner story. Our desire for coherence can lead us to minimise the process. We want so much to make sense. But we are all becoming, as well as we are amming, if that makes any sense. We are complete identities now and we are shifting and growing and changing. And a review just gets to take a snapshot, gets to acknowledge, honour and celebrate. And I wish all of those things for you as you step into the new year. And I hope to see many of your faces in that new year too. Take care of you. Thank you for listening. Bye.